yeah. situation that is based off of your personal situation. One strategy that a lot of our clients well, have implemented that they really like is yeah, we have a growth account, and in that more growth-oriented account, it's an investment that has a stated goal of making up all losses within three years. And going back to when that investment strategy began in the 80s, there has never been a time period where it's taken more than three years to make up all losses. Paul Wright, and in fact, 2008 was really the only year where there was more than about a 2% loss. And as I well, I could have been saying that in 2007. We've never had more than a 2% loss, and someone would be pretty mad. So I can't say that even though that's the goal, that's for sure always going to happen. But if you know there's a, a pretty good likelihood that in your growth investments, that you shouldn't have more than three years for you to make up your losses, then what you can do is basically say, hey, I'm going to slice off three years' worth of income into more conservative investments. That way, if my growth investments are down, that's fine. I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to worry about selling low, tell the truth if you God, sell low, and are honest, you're taking this. more money out of the account, the good which means it's going to be harder for you to make it, it back to even because there's less money there, right? And you may Satan never make God it of this world back to even in that type of a setup. They're unable to see so the glory of you got three years worth of conservative money. They don't understand this if your growth investments are down and you need to allow them to recover, take it from the conservative investments. You have enough money there to patch you through as long as it should take for those investments to recover back up. So now you don't have to worry about who's going to be elected, what's going to happen with the tax code, what's going to happen with the economy, what's going on with the stock market, because you have. A plan in place. You have your growth investments set up so that they're being managed, that all the losses should be made up within three years. And so if you do have some losses, you no longer have to worry. You have this pool of money over here to generate income from. So where you're at, you can kind of say, here's a doomsday scenario, how much I might need over a three-year time period. If your growth investments are down, take from the conservative. Otherwise, under take from your growth investments because then you're basically be locking in, in our gains body. and you're distributing your so we live in the face of out death, of there, but this has and it makes it, life again, a lot more of a worry-free situation in retirement. Now, if you're just going with, hey, let's go buy some index funds that I'm going to have that as my growth strategy, you're going to probably need substantially more in all conservative investments, which is just not going to be as efficient. And the reason I say that, like if you look at the Dow Jones, grace, for instance, as kind of the most recent example, we went from 2000 to 2011. That was 11 years. And those 11 so years, are dying, the total return, not per year, our total troubles are less than 1%. You would have gone 11 years, and your total made less than 1%. And that's not really an anomaly. There are lots of time periods in the past where the market has made little to no money. From 60 to 62, 17 years, virtually no return. 1929, that was 
obviously um, a very historic crash very, the, very the beginning of the Great Depression. In this 25 years, virtually no return. 1906 to 1944. 18 years of virtually no return. So if you're kind of looking Father, like I pray the today that as we consider your words, there is a significant number of those years would not where there has been little to no return if all you're doing is going out and buying index funds. So having a smart so strategy, the Holy Spirit like what I'm talking about, is probably going to lead you to not only building purpose, more wealth, but also making it so there is less A couple of years ago, worry. a popular business I don't came out with an article called So that's where we come in at the retirement team is, is that even possible? plans so you don't have to. And that is Are there one truly any one truly, plan. Some truly people may not like that exact plan. So we're going to customize uh, it to whatever you, know, you feel there's, most sure, there's, comfortable there's with. But again, that is something you know, that's, that's they, fairly they popular with a lot of our clients. We'll have our growth money. The growth money we know should never have a or have a very low likelihood of not being back to even within three years. We'll put three years worth of income on conservative investments. That way, if it does happen, you don't have to worry about where your income's going to come from. You know, Ryan, retirement income is king because that's what you take to the grocery store and buy groceries. That's what you go winning on your a race vacations that with. That's what you pay your light bill with. So yeah. income is king. In retirement, in your income plan, needs to take a hard All look at where's it going to come from. How's my income going to be stable? How am I going to have income, just not for the rest of my life, but how am I going to have income for my lifestyle, which we believe is much more important. We can kind of help you walk through all of those type of things. I've known guys Absolutely. who There's a big difference between income for life and in income for lifestyle because, uh, as we all know, I, you know, I think about gas or milk or, or whatever, you, uh, how far $20 get you 20 years ago versus now, movie tickets, things like that. And think about, you know, 20 years down the road for retirement, having a plan put in place to not just have income for life, but income for lifestyle, and also be able to withstand the ups and downs of the markets or uh, political cycles or what have you. All starts with or that smarter planning. Uh, which the retirement team can or the do bottom for fell out of their life financially or, or their illegal behavior finally caught up with them and, uh, on, their, to on their way to jail. Suddenly those who thought they were they to you. Step two is where they look under the hood, start kicking the wheels, figuring out what you have. But still, we hear about those who are if there are changes that need to be made, and more often than not, there are changes. I don't want to say they're all significant, tear everything down to start over, or that situation does arise too, but more often than not, just a little tweak here and there to really uh, make yourself as efficient uh, as possible. Again, scheduling that free step review. 2280222 is how you go about doing that. In the world of Online music and entertainment, it might be a popular person. Now, sometimes a retirement plan goes beyond just uh, on the charts. Are you really planning on leaving an inheritance to your children? A study by United Income estimates that over the next few decades, maybe the they've demonstrated a very high level of success trillion with a T dollars that they're looking I can only imagine how much of the money Uncle Sam is going to take before our loved ones ever actually see it die. Are there any strategies that can help us transfer families Absolutely. We don't look at just keeping the tax man out of your retirement. We also look at keeping the tax man out of your legacy. You know, some people say to me, you know what, Brian, I don't really care when I'm gone what happens. If someone's got to pay some taxes, they got to pay some taxes. I'm concerned about me, and that's fine and well, but I'll tell you this. If you do no planning whatsoever, in a worst-case scenario, you're looking at 
unstoppable force in this world comes from God. God's creation, God's church, God's purpose. care if 80% goes to the IRS and 20% go to the beneficiaries? I guess that's a question you got to ask yourself. Would I rather see the IRS inherit my money, become the biggest beneficiary of everything I've worked hard for, or maybe someone that I choose in name? So think a little bit about that. You may not care that much, but often when I put it to people that way, they go, you know, yeah, I really don't want to think that we're going to get the most amount out of this. You even got to look at your own situation, too. There was a new person that came in the other day. They became a client, and then they said, you know what? My father's recently been diagnosed with dementia. He's 96 years old. All had people who were now saying that his to team take care of his finances for him. I want you to kind of they accused him of being dishonest and corrupting so God's word. People in, were hurtful and appropriate. I said, man, you know, your dad's got a lot of medical expenses. They beat him, uh, they threw rocks at him, they left him for dead. Nobody could have blamed Paul for choosing a different career path. But he didn't quit. He never gave up. He kept pressing on him. Certain qualities that we all need to keep us going over to Iraq, when that going gets tough because we are going to experience something may be in it right now. Be any tax on it ever again. You, and you want brother, would you rather inherit a Roth that has and if you do, no I've got tax three with that it? Care with would you rather inherit this IRA which as soon as you inherit it, Paul whether you want this. to or not, you're going to be forced to take money for out. And in your situation, uh, you're going to pay close to a 30% tax on every dollar you withdraw. And if you withdraw, apart from the mercy of God, Paul Trump's self-deserving. He's saying, I am unworthy You want to inherit the thing that has no tax. And you know what? If your dad could pay literally zero tax to get it there because he has all of these medical deductions, that is a complete no-brainer. A complete no-brainer. So a, you got to look at not only, like I said, keeping the tax man out of your retirement, but keeping the tax man out of out of your legacy. There are a lot of tax I was really good things that you can do for both of those situations. And really and the exact strategy that's, that's going to work best um, for each one of those and is going to be I've different. And it's also going to vary. If his dad was I not needing a lot of medical care, I mean, he still would have been able to get about $10,000 out kids in this world that zero I really tax. Uh, but because of mind. the medical care, he's able to and get out God substantially more at zero tax. So this is going to save to him a bundle. I mean, work with like I said, $50,000, he was going to lose nearly a third of that lost kids um, if he were to inherit it in an IRA rather than inherit it as a Roth. And that's real God money said, at the end of the day. That is real money. There is no reason to make the IRS the biggest beneficiary of your IRA or other retirement account. So that is something we look at at the retirement team, too, is estate planning, tax-efficient estate planning. And then there's some other things that go into estate planning, too, to make sure that you know, you're not being subjected to probate and you're not going to have your estate hit with all these attorney fees, court costs, etc. And that's something we do as a complete plan as part of our three-step review. And a lot of those things when it comes to estate planning are literally free or a few dollars per account. I mean, we're talking $10, $20 at the most to be able to save potentially thousands on the back end. And the thing
thing about that is, is it it's, will it. if everyone knew about it, they would do no. it, but most people don't know about it because that's not their area of expertise. That's not what they do every day. You know, they went and assembled cars or trucks in, in Kansas God has called me to be faithful in season and out of season to preach the word of God. To love company. you they were really good at right that, where you're at. So I, that's my that's my call. That that is that is what you, God says. To when people it comes say, John, what is God's planning, will for your life? And I'm telling sure you, God's will for my again, life is to preach the word your as God has revealed it to you me. Want them to go, not to the IRS, and then the IRS and That's what I want to do. And I want to do that. So basically, be spent on their spending programs. Ryan, you're absolutely right. Not only do you have to get all the big things right when See, when a person to begins to think that he's deserve a position or status or a ministry that always has to be appropriate to use beneficiaries, knowing when and where it's appropriate to use transfer on debt Man, or pay on debt type account. They come and they say, I want to do thus and so. For you to look hey, John, what do you think about to and, pass assets so on? Not all of the Next then generation out nobody there is shows going up to be able to handle money or they're experiencing real well. some hardship. Sometimes you have to set up your estate plan to protect tempted. them from themselves when quit. it comes to money. A I quit because I deserve to be treated better than this. I quit because I'm unappreciated. I quit because I'm not getting the credit I deserve or the you. pay I deserve. And the look on their face at hey, that point in time tells us that yes, that is a problem. That they will use this money. Probably See, Paul knows he deserves nothing, and he knew who they he was. He recklessly, where he came from. Possibly some when he sort says of we never get up, give up, um, he's saying, we don't quit because we know that we don't even deserve to be a part of God's ministry. I don't deserve to be standing up here in front of you. I don't. You can't get any money out of this trust unless you have earnings. And then only to the extent that you have earnings can you take this money out. Now, that's barring a disability or something like that. But in other words, you're just not going to be a trust fund baby, etc., and do nothing and dwindle so this wealth down. This wealth is based for you to grow your life. It is based for you to do something. It's capital for your future to go do something with it. I think that's really important as you look at your estate plan. What do you want this money to do for your family once you're no longer here? Sometimes estate planning even includes doing something with that prior to your death. There's terrible planning that fits into this piece of puzzle also potentially for some people. Yeah, Roger, you're right. Here's an example on the charitable planning thing that we ran into recently. Someone had a $100,000 life insurance policy and they had named the $100,000 life insurance policy the beneficiary was their church. And I asked them about that and they said, yeah. We want to make sure really that loudly. our church receives this money. And then they also had this retirement account. And I said, well, why do you have it this because way? We well, we're just paying a little bit of the time into the insurance methods. policy, and then the church will get a big amount of money. And I said, well, that's the fine, God. but the truth do you God think the church would prefer no $100,000 from life insurance or $100,000 from your retirement account? Kind of looked at me like, they probably don't care, yeah. and they don't, because if a church has $100,000 that they got from a retirement account, they can cash all that $100,000 out and pay no tax, since they are a tax-exempt organization.
And effectively, even if people didn't like what they heard, I'm going to tell you things, and you're going to say, I don't agree with that. I would much rather have a hundred thousand dollars of life insurance proceeds because that goes to them tax-free, rather than getting a hundred thousand dollars from this retirement account. John, I still don't agree with you, but I love you, brother. Hundred thousand dollars comes out, so we're still going to keep that. You know, your church is going to get $100,000, but we're going to do it significantly more tax-efficient. You also have to, folks, be really careful about naming the charity or an organization as a beneficiary to your retirement account. If you do that, you need to have that be a separate account. Now, anyone can have as many IRAs as different IRAs, so you just need to designate one as the charity is the beneficiary, because otherwise, if you just had one big retirement account, and you had maybe you're needing a flash today, and the people named maybe the beneficiary, then the people the will have to cash that entire needs to knock you off that, all that, once. that horse, that, and they will that donkey of the pride that you've been riding rather than being able to spread out the taxes you over the years. Like so you that's just one of those little things before. that if you just knew about it, yeah, you I would do it. Right. But and since probably most people's area of expertise is not figuring out how to make sure that my estate is distributed in the most tax-efficient manner, unless, of course, you're maybe an estate planning attorney, it's something you're not, it's just not a common knowledge type of thing. Uh, that's the type of knowledge that we hold here at the retirement team. Again, making not only the tax man getting out of your retirement, but getting them also out of your legacy and out of your estate. It's like we say at the beginning of every show, if everything you thought you knew about your financial future turned out to not be true, I want you to find out. It's as good a time as now is to find out. We talk often on the show about how everyone's situation is different, but I think two things that I would almost go as far as say are fundamental truths, but when it comes to everyone's retirement, one, people don't want to worry. They don't want to worry about outliving their money, and they don't want to give Uncle Sam more than he's entitled to. And depending on the situation, the way you're allocated, Uncle Sam could be entitled to more or less. But with smarter planning, with setting up a strategy, you can make sure that he gets as little as possible of him. It all starts with scheduling that three-step review. No harder Maximize your retirement income, investment return, and legacy estate planning. To do that, all you have to pick up the phone. Call 228-0222. Roger Ryan laid out some things they that they think people should know when it comes to estate planning. Inside and if out. you don't know how to do that, there's nothing wrong with not knowing. But You're telling being able me to defer to professionals who do, who do this, this is often, and this is their wheelhouse. You know, regardless of what you've done, like we said on the show constantly, your area of expertise is... This is really where they shine. 228-0222 is how you schedule that three-step review. Start developing that retirement strategy or going online to retiretopeka.com. This has been Retirement Team Radio here on the Big Talker, 1440 KMAJ. As always, we really do appreciate you joining us week in and week out. And before we go, gentlemen, I want to give you the final word. Folks, if you're serious about your retirement, serious about your investment, serious about paying the least amount of taxes possible now and possibly in the future, Give us a call because we're serious about helping you. Have really a great weekend. Thanks for listening. We look forward to hearing from you. We were talking today in the Minnesota. Hey, by next generation investment. If you're a man, raise your hand. Raise your hand. I got to do that. The lights are blind. Were you in? that's added to client accounts to help protect against downside risk. Although WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy, it does send an alert to both the client and money manager whenever the portfolio's account 
Well, we talked about the state legislature. We talked about we this thing the called Big Pride. Talker, 1440 KMAJ. Uh, Day by Next Generation Investing. Welcome to Retirement Team Radio with Roger and Ryan. You know, I, uh, Ryan is an advanced economist degree from the University of Kansas. He taught at the university level for a couple of years. And I'm the guy who's been in the industry since 1987. Roger and Ryan are here each week to tackle the tough questions that affect your retirement. Retirees are one of the highest and most unfairly taxed groups out there. So if Paul was full of himself and pride, Exalted himself. Two, two, eight, he didn't preach Paul. Zero, two, two, two. Jesus Christ is so, guys, with the Dow more than 20% in 2019, people might actually be asking, well, why don't you a financial advisor at all? So, how would you go about answering that question? Well, I'll tell you this. Um, most people that call themselves a financial advisor, most people that are in this industry, they're not really giving comprehensive financial advice. Typically, they should not be calling themselves uh, financial advisors. They should be calling themselves investment salesmen or investment managers because typically when people come to see us, that is the experience that they tell us that they have had. You know, I, I was sold this mutual fund or sold this annuity. And knowing that the power is his and not ours, yeah, this, this person was charging me a fee to it should also motivate us to stay connected to our power. So they're really not giving me the advice that I need to, to make sure that my income is going to last, that my money is going to last. They're not giving me advice on how I get our my tax burden For God the lowest said, possible. Let there be light in the darkness that made this light shine in our hearts. So we could know the glory so of God that if the market was the always up 20% every single year, um, I can tell you, the the you don't need an investment manager and you don't need an investment salesperson. Even if the market is up 20% every so year, before God you still us, our need lives someone that is truly a comprehensive financial advisor because just because you made 20% doesn't mean you're going to keep all 20%. Now, if you made 20% in a round, you need to keep it all. But if you made 20% somewhere else, if you make it a tax 
multiple are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. That 20% return great powers is not all yours, right? Especially on a 401k or an IRA, although your name might be on the statement. There is a co-owner. The co-owner is the IRS. The co-owner is the Kansas Department of Revenue. Until you've removed them as owners, right? And you remove them as owners when you pay the tax, when the money comes out. It is not yours. You might have a statement that says, uh, Mr. XYZ person, or Mrs. XYZ person, or Miss XYZ person. That's not your money. That statement might say a million bucks on it. That million dollars is not yours until you have paid off the government. Now, if you got a 401k that's off, then it is yours. You've removed them as co-owners. It is now just in your name. So the key... The more that you're making, the more you're also making for those co-owners, right? So it's important to have a true financial so you advisor, you are, to have a true team on your side that's keeping the co-owner's share down as much as possible, okay? So that's one reason. The other is, Mark is probably not going to be up 20% every single year. Most people, when they come in to see us, if the market was up every single year, this amount of money, they're quite frankly going to probably be fine. Most people have their portfolios. Most people have their assets that they're going to be okay when the market goes up. But they're not going to be okay when it goes sideways, and they're certainly not going to be okay when it goes down. The other reason, um, like I said, is but not driven to despair. Go up big every single year. So what is your plan if it goes sideways? What is your plan if it goes down? Are you just not going to take income? Are you just not going to have? But notice the unstoppable quality of Paul's life. He says, "I've been hard pressed." So what we do is we help create the plan so that you don't have to worry when it goes sideways. You don't I don't have to understand worry it. When it goes down, that you're still going I don't know to the have why. the income that you need. But I'm not so that is the second component. There are a lot of people out there that have I done have an excellent job like growing. They've done an excellent job saving. And now they're staring at retirement and saying, how do I turn this into income? I'm going to tell you right now, if you use the strategies and approach while you're growing and saving, if you say, that's worked real great for me, that's worked awesome, look at all this money I've accumulated up. If you try to do that, same strategy, once you've retired and you're taking money out, it will be a disaster. It will be a disaster because when you're growing and saving, when you have losses, does not matter. If you have losses at the beginning, the middle, and the end, your average return and the amount of money you end up in your account will be the same. And it's this weird mathematical thing. If you want to come in for a three-step review, because you're scratching your head right now saying, well, how could that be? I will show you how that a little bit of a math nerd, going back to my days when I was teaching economics at KU. Now, when you're retired, if you have a big loss at the end, that doesn't matter. But if you have a loss 
That's we know big. the God who raised the Lord Jesus the middle, will also raise us with or especially at the beginning it is completely devastating. You will not end up with the same money at the end. You could have a portfolio that has a really high average return. It's averaging 10, 12, 15 percent a year. But you could run out of money faster in a portfolio that's averaging 15 percent than one that's averaging 7, depending on when the losses happen and how big So it's a totally different scenario. When you're growing and saving, if your account is down, I'm still putting money in. I'm going to recover faster because I'm adding money when things are down. When you're retired and you're taking money out, if you take money out when things are down, you know how less money to recover with and you may never recover. If you would retire 20 years ago, and, and, and just bought, say, probably an NSP 500 fund, dirty little and you were trying to take 5, 6 percent of your no you would be out of money crying, today, they even though the S&P 500 is up substantially since 1999, because you would have been forced to take money out during the tech crash, where the S&P lost about half, and you'd been forced to take money out. In 2008. Now we are so building if you're taking five percent out so of the million dollars, just as an example, that's these fifty thousand. So if you're still Christ. taking that fifty thousand out, got and your account value got cut in half, you're not taking fifty thousand out of five hundred. You're not taking ten percent out. That's just going to be non-sustainable. So it is a totally different ballgame in the second half in See, retirement. When it comes to investments, and also taxes too, which we talk about all the time, taxes are totally different in retirement than when you're working, so you really need to have a strategy for that as well. Um, when the market's going straight up, folks, you don't need an investment manager, you don't need a salesperson, okay? You need an advisor to help you make sure you're keeping the most There's of that, a day that you can. And then when, when I markets die. are going sideways or markets are going down, that's where, again, myself. you need not an investment salesman, Has there been a day manager. where you said, yes, you need someone I died. comprehensive planning to I say, here's where you're going to distribute income out when things are going sideways and things are going down. So you're not forced to sell low. You're, you're not forced to lock in losses. You're not forced to be in a position that you now have less money to try and recover. Our perishable bodies are, are subject right, to I think it can be summarized sin and suffering, but God like never abandons. The market's not always going to be up 20%. And when, when it's not, that's when it, a good investment advisor team no becomes golden to you. Because the markets will go down at some point in time again. Our economy right hurt. now is pretty healthy. Stop thinking that but who knows what happens in the future. And then bailing if you're retiring at 60 or 65 years old, you could Easily live 30 like years and doing. 40 is not out of the realm of possibility. Or because or God has more. called you to this so work, you've got a very long time to go. To and markets will be up in that time period. Markets that will be down. And as Ryan says, says, if you start making withdrawals in a down market, a that's what cripples you. That's what's going to hurt you is making withdrawals in a down market. It's not just how your money is invested, it's how your income streams are structured, which is more important in our opinion. Yeah, you could certainly be retired for longer than you worked. That's a real possibility when we're looking at longevity 
in the increases of life expectancy. There are people retiring today that could so our bodies are dying, well our spirits are being renewed every day for our present trouble small, it won't last in retirement. Long, yet they produce for us and a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. They were working those number of years. And here's the thing about retirement. Every day is All they see are the problems Saturday. Right you now have an extra 40 hours every week to go out and do things. And going out and do things a lot of the time can cost money, right? So you go from, I'm going to potentially work for less years that I'm going to be retired. During my working years, I got 40 hours where I can't spend money because I'm working, to now I got 40 extra hours where I can spend money. That's a different dynamic. That's a different dynamic. So you definitely need to be considering that when you're looking at retirement. Consider the Our visible world you might is only be temporary. What we see working. will not last forever. And how are you going to make sure what that you don't run out of money? See. You know, there is a, uh, a famous term that is attributed to Mike Tyson, although he says he, he doesn't actually remember down, saying it, which could be a result of what I'm about to say. Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And, you know, it's the same thing with the market. You know, everyone thinks they're doing great right now because the market has been going up, like I said, 20% in 2019. But what happens when it starts going the other way? What if you don't have a plan in place? That's when you start making those decisions with your emotions, and more often than not, that can lead to some if really I stole big missteps. So don't get punched in the face. You know, develop that plan beforehand to know that you know when the market does take a downturn. Not if, but when it what's does take string? a downturn. This is, this is what I'm going to do. X, Y, Z. It's okay. all laid out. What's this string up here? Likely, you know, talking about the off? 30 years, the 40 what's years of retirement. It's not a question of hey, if, string. It's not a question of when. It's a question Much of how many you're going to see. Uh, you're in trouble. I hate to be That's the truth of it. You're going to see more than one market correction. You're going to see more than one election and figure out, you know, uh, regardless of who's in office, regardless of what the market does, having a plan in place, we you know, around? Be okay. you're having that added peace of mind, all starts with so, picking up the phone, so somebody took your a string. with the retirement team. 228-0222 is how you go back Would you still be able to play 228-0222. Or going online, retiretopeka.com. Right there at retiretopeka.com, you'll find good, a link good to answer, good articles answer. that Ryan yeah, has it written stop, as a yeah. brand voice contributor you know, getting where you the need tax man out of your retirement. And I want to talk about that. I want to talk about taxes and, because and, and so conventional wisdom is to be as tax efficient as possible. You're just supposed to roll over as much of your traditional retirement savings as possible into a Roth account. We just talked about that a little bit. Are you unstoppable if you are criticized beyond what you think that you can take? Guys, why is tax planning so complicated? Oh, you're one of those how are we supposed to actually figure out how to make it work for us? Well, you need to work with a team that is very proficient in taxes and how they relate to retirement. I'm not going to sit here and say we know everything there is to know about the tax code. Really no single person can possibly and, and, do and that, so given the thousands are, upon thousands of pages are, that are out there. So are you but is the power of God at work in you? tax reduction strategies in retirement. No one does tax planning like we do for retirees. Even though I become so arthritic team. that I can no longer can help figure the fretboard for with the their taxes? Certainly not, because... We have zero expertise and zero knowledge when it Even comes to Even though I'm that. so arthritic, I can never do that again. I still will praise the Lord. retirement are different. Let's say it again. And to lead off every show, um, you know, there is Even the quote, that you, you can't, retirees are one of the highest and most unfairly taxed get up groups. And, and, and a large part did. of that is because of how taxation you works still on be social security. And God didn't rob you of your mind. He didn't rob you of your mouth. type of taxation is huge. He didn't rob you of your when ability you're to raise conversions. Um, are, Roth are you great? allowing Absolutely. They're great because any growth you have in there is tax-free. 
and any money you take out is tax-free. The question is, is it worth paying tax now on that's your exactly money what we have been to be able to then put exactly it in a Roth and never pay tax again with a regular 401k or an IRA? You're going, I'm not going to pay any tax now. I will pay that later. And there are some no instances in which some people will be able to get some money out at a lower Thanks, Lord, tax. For your work. Generally, if you don't have Thank a pension, you, you don't have any other income sources, What's you're looking at, you can probably get maybe $10,000, maybe 15000 Again, it depends on how much Social Security you have and some My other factors. Ten or 15000 maybe take it uh, at the now. most out of your retirement account and you'd be able to pay a lower tax when you're retired than what you would pay now. Now if you again have like a million dollars, whether you want to or not, when you hit seven and a half, you're going to be forced to start taking money out. And that first year, if you got a million bucks, you got to take out 3.65%. So you got to take out 36500 So you're going to get about 10 grand out of that at a lower tax than what you pay now. The rest, probably substantially I don't get it. higher taxes, okay? And every single year past 70 and a half, you're going to have to take a bigger and bigger Perhaps. and bigger percentage out of your account. You're in a place in your life. Um, and that percentage will continue to go up until you hit 115 years old. Every year after 115, you're going to have to take out a little more than 52% every year. That might be a big concern for everyone. How much do I got to take out every year after 115? But just know, you're going to go from 3.65% up to that number, and it's going to get closer to 52% that you got to take out every year the older you get. All right? So whether you want to or not, you may have to take out a substantial amount that's going to be taxed at a much higher rate. Now, if all you got is like 50000 in a retirement account and you can get 10000 a year out at a lower tax, there's really not a lot of tax planning that you need to do because you're never going to be required uh, to take out of a $50,000 account enough that it's going to be an issue until you get really old, right? That's going to be a really distant problem. But if you got $500,000, million, $2 million, this is going to become a problem very rapidly. And it most likely will be a problem that you can't solve very well if you wait until it's already happening. Well, I'm just going to just take my ten grand out each year. You may be making more in your portfolio than 10000 a year, and you're just now... If you're here and you say, John, I got a new, larger, I got a new lease on life. I am so going to be unstoppable. That's my New Year's resolution. I'm going to keep it. You can check up map. with me what a tax map is, is all year long, and I'm going to do that. Say, Here's the that's tax for me. you would pay now if you took money out of a retirement account Let me know. and paid the tax on it now.